This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? I know, I know, I know, I know. Thank you. I, I get it. I get it. But really, it's too much. It is too much, even for me. But thank you. You're great. Uh, and look, we've got the guys in the sponsor opportunity green room, John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE legend, and King Gifte Belu, inventor of words. And you can see that they are really, really, once again, preparing diligently for today's show because it is a great show. Look at the your company name here, Slate. And you can see what we're talking about. We got a whole bunch of stuff here. Let's not waste any time. Let's bring in John and Gift. Gentlemen, we were 21 and 12 last weekend. Following up a great week with another great week. Take a bow. Your head looks like a mushroom. <laughs> really? Does. Your head looks like a mushroom. There's nothing I can do about it, okay? People that do psychedelics would want to smoke your head. You know what? I was stopped in an LA nightclub by a professor of anthropology. And she told me I had superior ears, okay? Because I don't have lobes. Because we don't need lobes. That's the most non-sequitur story I've ever heard about. Don't and need lobes. I have not been in an L.A. nightclub with a so-called anthropologist. <laughs> I mean, you, you, stay in a, you stay in a nightclub long enough, you meet basically everybody. Hi, I'm a billionaire. Very I good point. Internet. Oh, I've been to Mars. Yeah, <laughs> you stay there long enough, drink with enough people, you meet a lot of people. I was the second person on the moon. You are a dummy. And you know what I got? <laughs> when they tore down Saddam Hussein's statue, who's about the only person in our lifetime that might be worse than you on this planet, they beat him with the flip-flop. Gaddafi, Gaddafi's bam, up there. Bam, bam, bam. That's what I'm going to do. I got this flip-flop right here, and I'm ready to beat your little mushroom head. You want to talk bam, dumb? Bam, 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 bam. Gift, he just opened up the can of worms. You sent a check for a lot of money to somebody, and the check was stolen. Who sends a check? You don't get grandmothers. Grandmothers checks. send checks. No, no, you don't get hacked. You with wear checks. granny pants, so maybe that's why. Oh, you snap! You sent a check, Granny. I pay in cash. I send checks. All right, that's how I roll. What are you I don't mob sending checks. You in the mob? I don't try to Venmo people like you do with your little millennial snowflake buddies. You got a money roll wrapped in a broccoli rubber band too? You I mailed a check really, snail mail and it got people. stolen. I'm getting word from management that they might have to change the walk of shame here. I'm just saying you ought to just just cool down, cool your jets a little bit, okay? Let's talk rugby because you are just digging yourself in a deeper hole. What was crazy is that we all had individually the same record last week. So the wooden spoon thing and the walk of shame thing are a little tricky for management to come up with who is going to get what. John, you are a management's dream when it comes to having to pick the walk of shame because of two things. Twice last week, you used the term sport instead of sports. Oh, that's the nature of sport. And it was twice we hashtagged it. What is that? What are you, a linguist? Where's your little Jersey? sweater over your shoulders from and your Jersey? tennis racket in your hand, too? You going to play badminton? They don't even have schools in New Jersey. You're playing cricket? Oh, I love sport. I love sport. That's sport. You're a WWE wrestler. You played college football. They don't say sport. I played pro football, too. 
You it put even worse. Even worse. The champ has a refined. How many times did you get punched in the face? Linguist. He has a, a refined. That is British style. All right. The man is playing. Yeah, because he, he just screams. He, he smacks <laughs> a British style. Look at him. Like he is so. You know, I like what? to smack your British style because you are British. Whatever. You are British. And number two, you and I had a bet on camera last week. The Houston-Seattle game, you said it wasn't going to go over. Well, they scored 63 points and the over was 62. No, the over was 64. It wasn't. You did not look nope. at the total. Look at the screen. There it is. Look at the screen. You cannot 62. make up a total. You made 62. this up. It's like you manufacture your record. That's not true. John, you, you now this is libel. This is... You know, you're liable that that's for that reason, John, you get the wooden spoon and you are in the walk of shame. I got to disagree. The true walk of shame has to go to. I just turned off gifts. Mike, ladies and gentlemen, management instructed me to turn off his mic. We don't. And I'm going to turn John's mic off as well, because. These two idiots don't understand how this works. <laughs> so I'm going to bring them back in now and let them have a shot at redemption by behaving and being professional. Walk of shame goes to you, Matt. For you, Matt. Another New York choice and another imperfect outcome. Lost. Yep. Lost. This is what you get for Lost. lacking objectivity. Lost. Okay, so obviously they didn't learn their lesson. And look at them. They're just, you understand how difficult this is, folks, and why I get the salary I get for having to put up with this. Let's let's see if they've learned that. Let's bring them in. Let's bring them in. Gift, can you please stop sinking to John's level? Objectivity loss. <laughs> Bam. Okay, let's talk rugby. Lost to Hotberry, took it to Exeter. We were all wrong. Final score of 34-19 with four yellow cards in that match. Gift, I know that you're the expert on women's rugby. What, what, what gives, man? Everybody has their day. Everybody gets one. Harbury, hey, they got enough uh, They got enough points and they had enough uh, passion. I feel like we were part of the gas that flamed that fuel. So, in essence, we helped them win. I get yes. it. The get champ it. and I helped them get over, and then you followed suit. <laughs> That's right. You copied us. I'm sorry about... Um... Kate Zachary and Hope Rogers not getting that win for Exeter, but they'll be back. They'll be back representing the Eagles overseas. But we evened our record at one and one on the weekend and three and oh collectively with our correct call down in Super Rugby with the Crusaders holding on and beating the Chiefs 25 20 in another thriller. Some great rugby being played, great defense and points. The Crusaders have been the class of the league all season long. They continue to do that. The guys have been rocking, making it to the finals, and like we thought they would do all along, the Crusaders walk out champions. Gift, I thought you were going to take the Chiefs, but you actually used your head in this one. No offense. You didn't bet with your heart. You bet with your head, and you were right. My heart was never with the Chiefs. I told you they were going to act like the Black Knights from Japan League One. The Wild Knights. What The Wild Knights, Black Knights didn't have any Knights. They had no Knights to live in a win. And in the end, this is exactly what happened with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been perfect all season, lost one, and that was the one that was showing all the weaknesses, and Crusaders took it in. All right, so we're going to take a quick break as the guy from Oklahoma and the guy from New Jersey settle down. We'll be right back after this. You suck. 
Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. You need your cleats? You need them tomorrow? If you order today by 3 p.m. New York time or noon L.A. time, they can have them to you tomorrow. Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. We're back, and after management lectured these two on we don't have management. respectful there is etiquette no that's demanded as no per staff. their contracts. For some reason, the king and I are on here. We have no idea why. Anyway, let's talk about the MLR. We were three and three collectively. We all got one game right, and we all got one game wrong. And, John, you, all, of course, got the over-under wrong in the Seattle-Houston game. But before we talk Seattle and Houston, let's talk Old Glory D.C. John, you picked against your neighbors, and they just put it right in your face. They did put it right in my face, and I was wrong. I was wrong about a couple things. I was not wrong about the fact that they play 80 minutes of rugby, that they have a lot of heart. They have a great culture there at Old Glory, which I've said all year long. I thought New York was the better team, and their record said it was. Their home field advantage said it was. They weren't. They were not the better team. This was not a matter of Old Glory coming up there and uh, New York slipping on a banana peel. They choked. You know, and I don't want to I don't want to take away from Old Glory playing well by saying that New York lost. New York did lose and they did not capitalize on when they had opportunities, but a lot of that had to do with Old Glory's pressure. Old Glory was just pressuring these guys. They kept playing. They were on the back foot that first half. They found a way to keep it close. When they got on the front foot, they they rolled them boys, man, in the second half. And he saw that New York just didn't have any discipline when they come out with those two yellow cards in the second half. You had 26 penalties, four yellow cards. You had, I think, four tries disallowed for different reasons. A lot of controversy. Ref took a lot of heat. The league wants these referees to show that they are confident in their calls. But in a playoff game, and you have TMO available, you got to use it, Gift. You have two sides to this. On one hand, you want to be able to see the players be able to just play and not get bogged down by TMO, which slows the game, changes the momentum, and really does disrupt play. The other side of it, you want the most accuracy. Add to that, look, New York, you were who I always thought you were. The people who Matt always picked wrong. You picked them. You picked them last week. It's exactly what happened. It was like I felt whenever I picked New England to beat the Giants in 07 and 2011. And you know what? D.C., shout out to D.C. because they played two seasons. They said, we have the season that we're going to get in and be like the six-seed Steelers in 2006. And then we're going to play like the playoff team that we know we are and going to stick in like they are the one seed, the New Orleans Saints in 2009. Showed up and showed out. Hey, and by the way, by the way, I don't want to give the impression that this was a sloppy game. There was a lot of penalties. But it's because these guys were playing so hard. Yeah, they, were, they made some mistakes. They made some uh, sloppy play, but it wasn't because of a lack of effort. No, it was because of that effort that what? they were, they had some bunch of penalties and stuff like this. Washington's cohesiveness was superior to New York's. New York, you know, they had they've had to deal with the injuries. They were playing with. They lost Charlie Hewitt right away for the HIA. Uh, they were playing with guys banged up that normally wouldn't have been in the lineup, but they're so banged up. So, but. Their players on the pitch were good. It's just they didn't have that snap, that cohesiveness that that D.C. does and is getting better by the second. And also, I'm gutted for the New York guys 
And I got to tell you, one class moment on the pitch right after the game, Dylan Fawcett gutted, standing on the sideline. A kid reaches out with the ball and a pen. And Dylan just kind of looks up. He is destroyed. He's completely destroyed. Takes the ball, signs it, gives it back to the kid. I agree with you on Dylan Fawcett. Dylan Fawcett played amazing, as he always does. A wonderful competitor. He's what you want in the league. All right, so let's shift gears and go to the Pacific Northwest, where Houston, John's Texans, went into Starfire. The black hole, as Gift refers to it. And Gift, you didn't like the result because you picked it uh, accordingly, but you still don't like Seattle. Look, you know, I, I I don't have to like them to actually still understand. I'd like you to understand that once again with the New York side. Seattle had been getting more and more cohesive. We saw it with the strong defense, a wall defense. We saw them being able to push more with the forwards, especially in goal line situations. And Sabercat, for all their worth, they've always been very topsy-turvy all season long. But you know what? This was a good game. It's, it was a good game. Seattle just was legitimately a better team. Sabercats, considering that, just two seasons ago, they were one of the worst teams. Last season, they were just a bunch of choke artists. For them to get into the playoffs this year without anybody getting penalized and removed from the league, no, I give them credit. It, it was going to always be Seattle-San Diego. Record Hatting. We thought he was going to come back. The captain of Seattle, he came back. He was all over the pitch, running the ball, smacking it to people. He, along with the, the other guys that were back and getting healthy, could propel the Seawolves to another championship gift, and you would be devastated by that. Despite the fact that he might be back, that Seattle might feel like a more complete team, doesn't underestimate the fact that San Diego is a super team. San Diego is ridiculous. How are you that fast, that good on defense, that proficient, that they are everything that people thought the Chicago Hounds were supposed to be. Like, that's what makes it hilarious. Added to the factor as to why San Diego will win this one. The vengeance game. This Bam. is a vengeance game. But everybody's got a plan until they're punching the faith. And Seattle's yeah. going to punch him in the face. I wish you were punched in the face by somebody like George Foreman. John, what is your take on your Texans getting their kicked in Seattle? Well, they did not get their kicked. They got up there and got beat. But by the way, remember Houston was the one who won an incredible game against San Diego at home. Houston has played amazing. Has played really amazing at times. Tough team. They could score from anywhere on the field. They had a wonderful season. I think Seattle was just too tough of a defense. I thought that all along. That seawall is a legit defense. All right, we have to take a break, but we'll come back with MLR ahead of us, the NRL, and some other stuff right after this. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub. The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And John, 
We heard what Gift thought of Seattle versus San Diego. Let's get your nuggets. Holy cow, what a rugby game this is going to be. This may be the best rugby game that we've seen in years uh, out, out of a major league rugby. They're both peaking at the right time. It's the old thing of is that the week off benefits you more than having a tough game uh, where you play through, you know, the time off sometimes hurts guys. Sometimes it helps because it gets guys healthy. I think San Diego is the better team. Seattle knows how to win championships. I would not give nine and a half points uh, to S- San Diego here and, and think that Seattle can't get within 10 points of these guys. I, I think I'm going to take Seattle in this. Don't know who's going to win the game, but I don't think it's more than 10 points of San Diego with San Diego beating Seattle. And Gift, I know that you thought San Diego is going to win this, but do you think they're going to cover the spread too? Champ said it best. You have a team that knows how to win championship and you have a team that has uh, an incredible amount of talent and athleticism, which means these are two teams that are going to leave it all on the field. And this is probably not going to be more than a four, three to five point game at its best. Wow. I... Unless there's a devastating injury that happens in between. That that has to be, that would be the only difference. You two actually gave some astute analysis on this, which is absolutely stunning to me. No offense, guys. Absolutely. Only because no. you don't listen. Other, for everybody else, they already understand. What's that? Bam. Bam. What? what? I'm agreeing. I think Seattle not only is going to cover the spread. I it's see like that Se- whack-a-mole thing. I need to get my little mallet here. Just a minute. <laughs> well, John's up and about. You like that whack-a-mole. You know, like with your head, you like the whack-a-mole. Whack, 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 whack. You just hit your head. Whack, 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 whack. Maybe like a mushroom pops up or something. Whack, 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 whack. That's what you hit. It's just like so, so unprofessional. You're not gonna have to talk to human resources about this because that's you don't, clearly... we don't have human resources. We don't have any staff. It's, it's just so offensive. Us. We don't have the two Zachs that you insult every week, and then you got punished by them last week, and you cried. You you were like, Zachs are a figment of your imagination. Okay, all right. Zachs, from this point on in the show, have license to do anything you want. It's you doing it. You have like an edit button where you do all this stuff. It's you. It's you doing this. There are okay. no, there's nobody named Zach in the world that you know. You know what? Collateral damage Johnny ought to be your new WWE iteration. Okay. Like a whack-a-mole, yeah. whack-a-mole, 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 whack-a-mole. All right. So I think Seattle is going to beat the team that was off and relaxing in sunny San Diego after their hard test against uh, the Houston Sabercats. Seattle getting healthy at the right time. Hatting's back. He's an animal. Different team with him. I'm picking Seattle not only to cover, I'm picking them to win. Then we have the other one up in Quincy, Massachusetts. The Flapjackals, Free Jackals, whatever you want to call them. Very, very good team, whatever their name is. They are hosting the upstarts, the Rocky Balboas of the MLR Old Glory DC. Gift? What can I say? DC has gone above and beyond from what we expected. But New England has watched this. And I think there's something to be said about New England. And we learned about that during the season when I thought they would rest their players and try and wait for strategy to kick in. No, they said we're going to go full out assault and completely bloodbath whoever is in our path. And not only (laughs) did they do it, that week, they did it the following week. So for them, they're not even sitting in sunny. They're sitting cold, even though it was the summertime, Quincy, Massachusetts, Boston, whatever you want to call it. Like, they're sitting there getting frosty in the balls, waiting for this game to come because they refuse to allow an upset. And New England is a team who has a mission. 
and it looks like their mission is to finish this out in Chicago. This store is not going to be selling on DC getting double upsets. I, I think this New York team, like you said, was decimated. They didn't perform many times over, and it showed in the playoffs. But I think the season ends for DC against New England simply because New England is not going to allow themselves to get upset. You have four very good coaches remaining in this. Josh Sims has done a great job in D.C., specifically because he's already announced that he's not coming back as the head coach. So as a lame duck coach, he still has those guys playing 80 minutes and playing for each other and playing for him. Whereas up in Seattle, you got Alan Clark doing a great job with Seattle. He, he, he juggled the injuries perfectly. And down in San Diego, Danny Lee has all those big-name personalities that he gets playing time for and keeps them all firing on all cylinders. But up north in New England, Scott Matthew has done a great job. They're plug-and-play, the New England Free Jacks. They might not have the bigger names that you recognize from San Diego or even Seattle, but they've got a great team, soup to nuts, all 23, and then some. They've got people that can fill in. They're at home. I think Old Glory plays tight and covers that 10-and-a-half spread, but I think New England actually wins the match. And as a side note, the whole New England Free Jacks organization loves the rugby odds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they love the King and I. Yeah. They do. They do. John, what's your take on the game? Just back. <laughs> <laughs> Look, old Goring plays 80 minutes of rugby. New England knows that. Okay. They got a wonderful culture. They, they, they play great. I've thought all along, I think the King has to that new England was the best team in this division. And I still think they are. That does not mean they're going to win. Old glory certainly has a chance here. I think new England has the better team. If it's close, Old glory has a real chance. Cause I think old glory is a better pressure team. Probably than anybody. They got nothing to, they got nothing to lose. They just play hard. If new England wins though, I think they beat them by 15, 18 points. Or if it's close, I think old glory's got a real chance here. I'm going to go with new England winning by, by more than 10. All right. Well, this is a different old glory team that went up to Quincy, Massachusetts and got housed previously in 100%. early yeah, in the year. 100%. And they look good. They're going to go on that experience. And there's a guy you should watch. And that is Kurt Baker, the fullback for Old Glory DC, the renowned New Zealand seven star. He is a great guy, culture guy, but he's also still a very, very good rugby player. Watch him counterattacking at 15. And also Chris Dunlavy was on MLR Weekly this week. And he said, hey, man, we're playing with house money. They've accomplished more than anyone's expected. So this should be a great, great game. Next up, NRL down in Australia. John, I know you got a favorite match in this one. Yes, I do. You got the Manly Seagulls playing the Roosters. Who in the world named this town and this character the Roosters? Who would name their team the Roosters? Who would name their town Manly? I'm going to pick the Manly Seagulls because they've been mad forever because they live in Manly. Wow. <laughs> Way to alienate a whole culture and a whole sport code. Oh, culture, go, who would name your team Roosters? You're going to wear a jersey that says Rooster? Can you imagine going into a pub saying, hey, can I have a beer? Yeah, Terrible. Rooster. This is so, un so unprofessional. <laughs> they should call themselves the Manly Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> Gift? When you, when, you're, when you compose yourself and it shows uh, some shred of – Maturity, please. Hey, maturity is for overrated. It's overrated just like not this game. Actually, Storm versus Panthers. 
Like, that's the game that's going to be the game of the week. You know, one versus three. Whoever wins this gets top of the league, most likely. And the Panthers have been absolutely killing it, dropping points on people like you drop deuces out of your mouth, Matt. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it has been raining for the Panthers. But the storm, the storm. The storm have been absolutely killing it. And ironically, the, both of these teams lost to the Cowboys. The Panthers just don't look good for this one. Look for the storm to get the upset and to be able to get to that top of the league over the Broncos, number one in the NRL, storm over Panthers. I'm taking the Dolphins, get in, getting 13 and a half from the Broncos, and I'm also going with the Knights laying two and a half against the Bulldogs. All right, we got through that. Next, we've got the Pacific Four Series. We've got Australia versus New Zealand in Australia, Gift. Oof. New Zealand. I, it's not, why am I even going to have this conversation? Is Portia Woodman playing? Is, is, is everybody else who's been on New Zealand's women team for the past seven years playing? At least three people need to be there for them to continue to dominate. Australia's a nice rivalry up until they play New Zealand. Why are, we, why are we even playing? The whole thing is just New Zealand. It's going to be New Zealand first, New Zealand second, Australia, New Zealand third, and then maybe the U.S. or Tonga. I forgot who's the other four. John, well, he, he lost the plot there for a second. But <laughs> New Zealand or Australia, John? In Australia. <laughs> I'm with the game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> New Zealand, the home of rugby next to Texas. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm going to make it unanimous, New Zealand, and I know I'm just copying me. Your yeah, 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 yeah. I know because yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, yeah. Copy, you know, copy the smart kids because you guys are so f-ing smart about this stuff. Okay. You can watch your language, okay? No Picks of the we, week. No wonder we don't have any viewers. Picks of the week. I'm going with the Free Jackals and Old Glory. I think Old Glory plays 80 minutes of rugby. They got a wonderful culture. They're going to play until that final whistle. I think Old Glory has a chance. I don't think it's a great chance. But I think there's going to be a ton of points scored. I'm going to go over in this game. I like that. Gift? I'm going to go uh, over under on Australia and New Zealand. The great women's rivalry, even though New Zealand will take this. But I'm going to take the over under of, of 50 for this game, uh, mainly because we know this is a rival. It's going to be an over on that point. So the reason I use that is uh, they usually average about that whenever they fight against each other. Uh, shout out to Portia Woodman, Wiki, and uh, Wycliffe and, and Renee. Wycliffe absolutely dominating in the best couples duo on the pitch. All right, I'm going back to the MLR, and I'm going with the over on Seattle and San Diego. There's going to be a lot of points scored in that one, a lot of offensive firepower on both sides of the ball. On that note, gentlemen, we're out of time. Do you have plugs, gift? Yes. Shout out Nigeria Rugby, Steve Lewis, second place. The first time that we've been able to play in three years since we finally got back our accreditation with World Rugby. And we're already dominating, even though Algeria was freakishly good. But it doesn't matter because we're on to qualifiers in Zimbabwe in September. And we're about to get our first Olympics as a nation uh, through rugby. All right, John. Shout out the lizard, Steve Lewis. He is a great man. We wish you were hosting this show and Matt was like nowhere where anybody can find out where he is. I also want to plug Memphis inner city rugby. They got the urban rugby championship coming up in DC, huge event, changing kids lives, growing the game. 
Good stuff. Good stuff. And I'm going to plug the MLR final, that event weekend in Chicago, the Windy City, July 8th. They've got a big party planned. Shaq is going to be the DJ. A lot of stuff going on. You got to get there, ladies and gentlemen. Our first destination MLR championship match. It's our Super Bowl. Let's rock it. On that note, I want to thank the WWE Hall of Famer, John Bradshaw, Lakefield, King Gifte Belu, the inventor of words, and thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Please check out our other shows, including MLR Weekly, the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Join our weekly newsletter, and please sign up for our American Red Cross Blood donor team.